Hello and welcome to Podcast Open Mic. I'm your host Lorenzo and uh, have a great guest today, Jim Baumer, Emmy. And uh, interesting story behind his, uh, his music and his art. And uh, it was a pleasure talking to him. And we'll be, uh, we'll be chatting. It was an outdoor thing, and we're outside uh, by the Biddeford uh, Waterfall. So you heard that in the background. So hopefully that adds to the ambiance. And at the end, I have a couple new songs from uh, a great band that I had on a few shows ago, uh, Plague Dad. And uh, so, um, and tomorrow... <laughs> I have uh, three different uh, shows booked. So I hope it all kind of runs together very well. And uh, that'll at least get me into uh, the new year. And uh, usually things kind of slow down once winter arrives. So at least uh, I uh, will, if I don't have guests uh, coming to the studio or me going to them or whatever, uh, I will have some uh, older uh, broadcast shows that we had uh, during the good old pandemic. Remember that? I don't think it went anywhere. Okay, so here is uh, my great, terrific interview and uh, outdoor show with Jim Baumer and me. Welcome to Podcast Open Mic, another outdoor experience. I'm Lorenzo. And I'm here by the, uh, what's the name of the falls here? Well, this is called the Riverwalk. We're on the Bitterford side of uh, the Saco River. And uh, this little area, which I, they have closed off. I don't know if it's because of construction or the high water, but they normally we could go down and there's a little area down there. There's even a little amphitheater, but I don't know if we could access that. So, yeah. Yeah, but this is called the Riverwalk. Yeah, I've been by here hundreds of times. I don't think I've ever really stopped. Yeah, I mean, years so. ago, I mean, back in 2015 when I was freelance writing, I did a piece on uh, the Boston Globe. They put Doug, uh, what's his name? I can't think of his last name, the guy that sort of redeveloped the Pepperell Mill up on the roof back in February. But I wrote a piece never thinking I'd move to Biddeford. And two years ago, we bought a house here, and we love it. So, oh. yeah. Great. So you got into uh, kind of back into music? Um, yeah, I mean, I've always loved music, and I've had a guitar for probably 25 years, but never played it enough to be any good. And then um, four and a half years ago, my son, Mark Bomber, was walking across America, sort of like Johnny Appleseed barefoot, trying to raise awareness around climate change. And a woman hit and killed him 101 days into his walk. I mean, his goal was to walk barefoot across America. Nobody had ever done that before. And I have no doubt that he would have done it if that hadn't have happened. He'd already walked across America once before in 81 days with shoes. but. That was a devastating experience for my wife and I. And about a year after his death, um, it was in the summer of 2018, I, I just really was at the end of uh, really wanting to live. And I don't know why that afternoon at my darkest and lowest point, I would walk into my office and pull out my old Yamaha acoustic that I'd had and never played hardly and start to play it. And I played it pretty much every day since. And about two and a half years ago, I started to write songs, uh, and I've written about 35 of them. You know, I've got an EP up on Bandcamp, and I just, this summer, after playing open mics everywhere I could find them, I just said, you know what, I'm just going to go out there and see how many times I can play. And I, I ended up playing about 40 gigs this summer, 
and I'm still playing it, although the summer, I mean, the winter will be probably a little slower, but I just honestly had the best summer of my life. I, sometimes I have to pinch myself to say, I'm playing music and I'm getting paid for it, but the reason I'm doing it isn't a happy reason. But music has given me, I think, a reason to continue to live. And I really do believe if my son could see me now, he'd be really happy because he always wanted me to do what I wanted to do. And he'd see that I'm enjoying doing this uh, yeah. for a reason that's not always the most pleasant. And so. sometimes you busk around as well. Yeah, yeah. I started going into Portland because that's where the people generally are. And, you know, I've had some great days busking. I've had days that, you know, you don't make three cents. but. For me, busking is just something where you just go out and it's a great way to interact and you're bringing your music out there and by and large, people are really, really receptive. And I think it's Portland is a, a community that has always had busking mm -hmm. and they're pretty open to it. So it's like you're not like this weirdo standing out there with a guitar or a saxophone or whatever. People are like, oh wow, there's a musician. I want to go over and hear what he or she's playing. And most of the time, you know, they'll stand around and throw money in your tip bucket and sometimes they throw a lot of money in your tip bucket. Yeah, I remember the great Myron Samuels who was yeah. one of our blues DJs. Yeah. Um, you know, do his day job and uh, go out during his lunch hour and busk yeah. uh, the farmer's market, you know, and yeah. uh, wouldn't do it for money, he just do it. He said, I do it for the smiles. And you do get, you know, I, I noticed a lot of times, particularly with children, they seem to connect with music on a very, you know, fundamental level and you know it's really gratifying to see a bunch of children dancing to songs that they've never heard especially my obscure stuff you know yeah. but it's it's nice so yeah so uh, tell me about your songs so I guess I would put myself in sort of this indie rock mode you know I was very captivated by um, the mid 90s lo-fi era of, of, of independent rock so obviously Better known bands like Guided by Voices would be one. There's another band from Dayton, Swearing at Motorists, that I, I'm a big fan of. There was a guy, um, F, I think it's FM Cornog, who recorded and performed as East River Pipe, and I think he's still out there. He was on Merge Records the last I knew. But guys that just basically played in their bedrooms, and I've kind of, you know, when I was playing music back in the early 90s and making some very primitive stuff, that was sort of what I tried to do that kind of really kind of lo-fi and I think even the stuff I have up on Bandcamp now it's grungier and a lot of it's electric uh, but I'm always sort of aiming at that sort of you know distorted maybe vocals not quite up front where you want them to be type of style and then of course you know I'm influenced by musicians like Neil Young I love um, T-Rex and, and Mark Boland stuff. I cover a lot of T-Rex when I play out mm -hmm. and do cover songs, you know, and stuff like that. So, but, I, but I'm still buying music, you know, I still try to stay up. There's a band from Richmond, Virginia that I cover, Gold Connections. I love Car Seat Headrest, you know, so those are the kind of bands that I gravitate towards and I think my music's definitely influenced uh, by that. And Great. 60s Protest too. I play some, play Eve of Destruction by Barry McGuire. And, yeah. Okay. Okay, well, we'll let you play. I know you're on battery power at the moment. Yeah, but it's got three hours, so no, we won't go three. No, we'll go three. We can go quite. 30 minutes, whatever, whatever is appropriate. So. Okay. Cool. Very good. Let me place the iPad here.
Jim Bomber ME. I'm going to play some songs. I'm really excited to be uh, part of Lorenzo's podcast on WMPG, a station I've listened to for a long, long time. This is a song called Living in This World. your mouth, look away, Living in This World. It's a song. It's on an EP I put out back in January called All You Stupid Sheep. It's on uh, Bandcamp. That's a part of a trilogy of songs. And um, it's really weird because I'm usually capo it. And I guess I'm so nervous I forgot to capo it, but it sounded okay. <laughs> I 
I'll do a second song. Uh, this is not on any EPs or anything right now, but I'm in the process of trying to get a new CD out that will remix some of that older stuff that's a little grungy and try to clean it up. And this is a song I wrote called um, You Don't Love Me, You Don't Care.
don't love me, you don't care. Um, so that's a song that I wrote as a, you know, I don't know, when you go through grief and loss, lost my son four and a half years ago, people don't know what to say to you. And unfortunately, oftentimes you feel abandoned. And so that was a song that I wrote about that experience. It's a song I wrote, it's actually the first song I wrote two and a half years ago when I started writing songs as a way of just trying to communicate some of the things I was feeling after losing my son Mark and you know as a writer and oftentimes an essayist you know I found writing a three and a half four five minute song sometimes more fulfilling than a long essay and it's really weird I kind of wish I had started writing songs sooner in my life but this is a song about Mark's final walk across America it's called uh, Walking Down the Road Thank you. 
Just one more day I know I had so much more to say I love my dad I love my mom And I miss my friends Forever young down the road about my late son Mark Bomber. Uh, there's a documentary out about his life. It's called Barefoot, the Mark Bomber Story. It's worth checking out if you care about environmentalism or just quirky characters, because he was certainly one of them. This is a song I wrote. So for me, you know, COVID was kind of a, a, a prolific time. I, you know, once last fall, um, there were it was hard, you know, because I had been playing open mics as much as I could to get out and play music, live music. And when all of us were shut down and, and for, for whatever reason, you know, good or bad, it was just really hard for some of us, many of us, particularly musicians. But for those of us who struggle with depression and music being an outlet, um, it was really hard. And so I just took it to the basement and started streaming and doing things and ended up writing a bunch of songs, including this one. It's called Divide and Conquer. Truth, you're full of lies. In fact. 
Conquer from uh, that's actually on All You Stupid Sheep, which is on Bandcamp. So, mm-hmm. thank you very much, Lorenzo. This was fun playing by the Riverwalk in Biddeford, Maine. All right, I, I think uh, I think Mark would be very proud of you. Well, thank you very yeah, much. I really just, appreciate that. And where, where can someone see the uh, documentary? Is it so? Yeah, you, yeah. So you can stream it through. Uh, I know, like. Amazon Prime, most okay. of your major streaming services. I think Apple TV. Okay. Yeah, the woman who did the documentary, uh, she's a wonderful filmmaker. Her name's Julie Sokolow, and she's done some amazing films. Like the film she did prior to the, the documentary about Mark, uh, it was on a transgendered firefighter in New York City called Woman on Fire. Uh, but her work is just amazing, and we were very, very fortunate that she decided to, to tackle Mark's story. As and what's the title again? It's Barefoot, the Mark Bomber story. Yeah. So, well, yeah, yeah. I just I, I think about me uh, getting the paper on my driveway barefoot. Yeah. <laughs> and then, ow, ow, ooh, oh, I know. Yeah. And he walked you amazing know, over a thousand miles. Wow. Yeah. He was a barefoot runner. You know, he believed that the shoes that they make for our feet are actually they they actually do us more harm than good. He read a book. Uh, on barefoot running and I can't remember the guy's name um, that was an advocate and he just started you know Mark was in Providence and worked at Brown and he had done his MFA at Brown and he was a gifted poet and a performance artist so his videos are very quirky and if you don't know that he's a performance artist you might look at them and say what's this guy's not right but that was part of his shtick and the way that he sort of 
presented the videos on this walk and uh, Julie was able to take a lot of the YouTube videos uh, and, and capture that. Unfortunately, we never got his phone back at the crash site. They lost it for some particular reason. But, uh, folks in Florida were not the best in terms of the crime scene, so. Yeah. Well, we, we should have opened up your guitar case because we have oh, so many here. This is actually my wife, Mary. Hi. Mary, Hi. this is Loren Hi. Lorenzo Rafa. And I've told Mary about Lorenzo, you know, like your commentaries, which I just, I remember your commentaries. Like I'd be listening, I'm like, okay, what's Lorenzo going to talk about this week, you know? But I just, I've always loved that, that somebody puts their stuff out there and, and isn't afraid, you know? And, and, you know, your, your, your commentaries are always thoughtful and provocative. And uh, so nice thanks for coming Thank down. You. I appreciate it, Mary. Nice just to meet you. some photos. I asked her if she'd take me some photos of us. Because I, you know, this is such a great backdrop. Here, yeah. You know, and um, but yeah, I mean, MPG has always been, uh, you know, an amazing station. I love David Pence's stuff, Radio Junk Drawer. In yeah. fact, I sometimes think my stuff would fit in well with some of David's stuff. You know, that kind of lo-fi, bedroom type stuff. Um, but yeah, you know, I'm going to continue to play, and uh, you know, hope to, you know, it's hard, you know, because you start at a certain level, and there's so much competition. Yeah. You know, and I'm not doing it you know to be a rock and roll star i'm doing it because i feel like i have a message i mean you love it. yeah my stuff is populist you know it's not necessarily everybody's cup of tea but i still have always you know like I, i'm such a huge fan of woody guthrie's stuff and i have mm -hmm. started covering this land is your land and i love to play the verses that never get sung about you know land being you know because we are living in this time where the very wealthy are sort of taking over and the rest of us at the margins are struggling just to sort of exist. And at some point, I don't know what happens. It's not going to be good for those of us who aren't in that 1% classification. And, and Mark was very much about that. I mean, he was out during, you know, the Trump campaign and walking through Pennsylvania and seeing all the signs. And, you know, he commented on that. And, you know, and, and he was actually killed on the inauguration Saturday. My wife had gone into Portland for the uh, big rally, not knowing that, you know, 115, her son was killed, you know, and, uh, and her life and my life would never be the same ever again, so. Well, please plug one more time. Where can we uh, get your stuff? So I have stuff up on Bandcamp. So there's uh, Jim Bomber ME. It's uh, an uh, EP called All You Stupid Sheep. And I do have kind of a live four-pack thing that I did, which is the live versions of some of those songs. and then. I have a bunch of stuff up on SoundCloud. I have stuff on Amazing Radio. And you can go to my website and sort of gather it all. It's jimbomberexperience.com. So jimbomberexperience.com. And I put my play dates up there and what's going on with my music. And if you want, sign up for my newsletter. I put out a newsletter two or three times a year. So oh, great. So do you play uh, Riverbank? Uh, or was that for my benefit what's that you play here to kind of I, I haven't you know it's weird because you know I thought about maybe in the summer like setting up there or I could even go down there although I don't know how the folks would feel about if they had live entertainment on their stage over there yeah. um, but you know I have bust down in town before okay. um, but I just thought I really like this spot yeah. as sort of this you know like in the summertime um, not knowing this would be closed off there's a little amphitheater down below that normally you can walk down and it, it, it literally is an amphitheater i think it's oh. called laconia park 
And I thought, wow, that would be really cool to play in at some point. I don't know what you have to do to get permission. Or so whatever. where do you usually busk in Portland? Uh, I like to do uh, Middle and uh, India Street kind of across from Makuchi's. Yeah. Now that they've shut down that part of Middle Street, if you set up right on that corner, usually on Friday afternoons, uh, you know, I usually try to go from 4 to 6, and people are going by and going out to eat. Uh, sometimes I'll do Commercial Street down by Becky's Diner in the morning because people can't get a table, so they'll sit outside, so I have a built-in audience. Um, I have busked down towards the uh, ferry terminal. Uh, I also have done Longfellow, but depending on the time of day, Longfellow can be kind of hit or miss, you know, depending on who's out. Uh, you know, so I'm still kind of figuring out the best places in Portland. I know guys have their little spots, and I don't really want to... Portland's one of those things where you have to be careful. You don't infringe on someone else's territory. So right. I'm kind of like, like a food truck. Yeah, so I kind of find places, okay, nobody seems to be here, but gee, it's a pretty good corner. So, you know, I'll go back and see what happens. So, yeah. Well, thank you. It was a pleasure. It was a pleasure meeting you. I yeah. really a pleasure. Thank you so much. You bet. Thank you, Jim Bauer and me. And uh, as promised, here's something new from Plague Dad.
that's our friend's uh, Plague Dad. And you can get that on a cassette tape uh, with a lyric sheet and liner notes and a sticker. Just go to Bandcamp and order it. Uh, or just buy the album. And they also have a new website, That Portland Sound. That Portland Sound.com. And lots of stuff about the uh, music scene. I'll be reading it. Lots of uh, reviews about bands and stuff. Very exciting. Thank you, Jim Baumer, Emmy. And thanks, Plague Dad, again. And uh, if you have something you want to uh, send my way, get in touch with me at podcast open mic. That's MIC at gmail.com. I'm Lorenzo. We'll talk again very soon.